I would say that if you don't feel any nervousness in doing a wedding shoot, I would then deem that you are a template photographer. Hello everyone, welcome to Let's Get Creative Podcast and I'm your host, Yen Chong from Yen Chong Videos. So today, we have Ryan from Nothing Visuals and he shared lots of amazing tips and tricks regarding our main topic of freelance to full-time. And I mean amazing topics that you really want to know. You do not want to miss it. Apologize for the sound today. Outside has been doing some grass cutting, so there's a lot of noise. I apologize for that, but you won't hear during the podcast. Okay, we should talk about what it takes to jump into the industry, the challenges that we face and how we rectify it, how we navigate through challenges and more. And moving forward, for you guys that are listening, yes, the listeners and the viewers will get the chance to ask questions for my guests, or for subsequent guests. So Ryan will be the first one that get to know like the guests, the questions that being asked. So in future, we, I will post uh, I'll keep posting on social media for you guys, those listeners, those uh, loyal listeners that want to ask more questions, you will be able to do that. But before we go into the episode, I would like to ask one question, which is, what do you learn from the previous podcast, which is from uh, Chino from Nifty, Nifty 50? Uh, if you have learned one thing from the podcast, what is it? I would really love to know what you have learned and it might help out on the podcast too. So without further ado, Ryan from Nothing Visuals. Okay, welcome to Let's Get Creative Podcast where I'm your host, Yen Chong from Yen Chong Videos and welcome to another episode. So today we have Ryan from Nothing Visuals and uh, usually how we do is we introduce our guests before we go to the main topic. So uh, Ryan, uh, would you like to uh, introduce like how Nothing Visuals get started and how long you've been doing this and you know, share all the insights? Sure, so um, I started Nothing Visuals about five years ago. Yeah, mm. uh, previously I was already shooting wedding. So actually I've been doing weddings for 10 years. Wow, super long. Eh? Yeah, <laughs> very long. Yeah, so but it's a journey, la. it's a nice journey and now Naughty Visual is not only me alone. Mm. I have uh, two other photographers. Oh yeah, for, for people that don't know, right, uh, Naughty Visuals is our partner for photography, wedding photography. So uh, this is like a sidetrack promo. La. So yeah. if anyone thinking of getting wedding photography uh, and also want to mix up with uh, mix with a bit of videography, we are the ones that we can do it. Because yep. uh, we, we've been working with them for a while and they are really good. So uh, we felt like the chemistry was right and yeah, that's why we, we have uh, Ryan be part of this whole journey with us. Uh, so how do you, uh, why like, have been doing this for so long, right? What, what makes you feel like this is like, your path of doing this for your life? Um, I first stepped into photography proper, uh, not weddings, is also because of a life experience that I felt I missed out a lot, especially the memories keeps it. Yeah, so what triggered my photography journey was actually, I do not have a lot of photos of my grandfather, yeah, my late grandfather. Okay. So he's very close to me. 
and the moment he passed on, it's like something left me. Oh. Yeah, and then I tried looking for photos of me and him together, but I just couldn't find one. Oh, yeah. Wow, really good. Like yeah. reason that's, that's how the passion Usually starts right Like yeah. something triggered And like You yep. really want to do Something with it Okay so uh, You've been Nothing Visual has been Like how long Like 8 years Nothing Visuals is 5 years 5 now. years in This year 2020 So um, But I've been shooting For 10 years lah. Uh, mm. Okay so uh, Just a sidetrack question Is it like Uh is it like a sudden decision to just jump into Nordic Visual or it's been planning like while you're doing like other things? Okay, so um, before Nordic Visual is uh, birth, I was also doing uh, wedding photography, event photography, uh, but I don't have like a specific branding name like uh, Nordic Visuals. Mm. Yeah, and then, um, so, but I felt that to have a branding is very important. That's why I started not in visuals. Like a proper Yeah. Like okay. a proper. Yeah, for, for that, I think we'll yeah. go in depth later once we go into the topic. Yeah. But uh, before that, usually I will get my guests to uh, have like a quick fire round. And mm. because I've been receiving feedbacks uh, from my guests that they already know what kind of questions they're going <laughs> to ask. So in 2020, this first ever episode, I decided to change all the questions so that you all don't know what will be asked on the actual day. Because every time people tell me all the answers before the questions are out. So I felt like it's a bit like, what? Okay, so are you ready for the quick fire round? Ken. You ready, ah? Uh? Yeah. Okay, so what's the best piece of advice you have received? Never stop learning. Nice. Okay, what's something that you feel at? What's something that I feel at? Mm. Mathematics. Oh, same. <laughs> <laughs> okay, if your house was on fire, what are the two things you will run back into to take? My wife and my camera. <laughs> <laughs> wow, so practical. <laughs> okay, if you have one lens to shoot, what would it be and why? My favorite, 35. Ooh. Yeah. Why 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 thirty five? Okay, thirty-five actually is not a, a lens that what our human eye perspective is. Mm. But it gives us some kind of like a wider, a bit wider perspective. Mm. Um but a thirty-five can also mimic a fifty. Oh? How? How? That's By moving yourself. Oh, physically zooming in. Yeah, la. physically oh. zooming in. So, okay. if if you can see with a 50, you definitely can see with a 35. So, the 35 will add another storytelling angle oh. to the photos. Very special. I, I, I like this question because everybody gives me different answer. <laughs> and some people say 50, some people say 35. Yeah. For me, it's 50. La. So, uh, who will you play right, in the movie of your life if you can play one character? <laughs> as in any in any, any character anime as we can whatever character you like I think I would play the role of this soldier in Saving Private Ryan wow. and his name is called Ryan as well <laughs> oh nice yeah. okay if you have one superpower what would it be the superpower that can save the world Wow, okay, wow. Yeah. It's stress. It's kind of, it's kind of all very stress. Huh? Okay, the best movie ever watched? Sure, got a lot. Huh? Wow, a lot, eh? Okay, like, you only choose one. You gotta choose one and watch. The stress is real. <laughs> wow. 
Battleship. Oh, why? So I, specific. Okay, generally I love to watch uh, war-related movies or like uh, those mm. like fighting movies. But it's not because of the storyline lah. Um, sometimes I'll see at a storyline. Uh, I I love this kind of like action pack, action pack, shoot blood uh, die. Uh, no la more for the explosions. Uh, oh, so Michael yeah. Bay confirm you like la. Oh, everything he's, explosive. He's my favorite lah. Favorite, favorite yeah, la. yeah. Okay, if you are not in this industry yet, what will you be doing? If you are not in this la. air cabin crew. Oh, yeah. Interesting. <laughs> you got try or not? You got try before? Never try la, but I, I think I... you can. <laughs> really? <laughs> I, yeah, I think you can. No, because because you very clean cut. Oh. Yeah, then you got more chance. Usually more clean cut people, the hygiene good, right? Usually can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Not bad. Okay, so one, now you answer all the questions, right? We will go to our main topic of the day, right. which is transitioning from freelance to full-time. This actually has been asked by uh, Nathaniel from A Little Black Box. Thank you for your question. Because uh, he had been asking me like twice. Because okay. I sent out... Now, now, now we do this segment where I, I'll ask out questions before I start uh, doing an episode so that mm. uh, people that listen to this podcast have a chance to kind of like be involved mm. in, on, uh, in this okay. process. Yeah, because it's not just me. I felt like I should also involve the community. Right. So he, he, also, he has been interested to know like the freelance to full-time, the kind of like balance in between. Mm. And some people just jump, dive straight in into uh, full-time and what it takes to, to jump into full-time. Mm. So... Uh, I understand that you are juggling both yes. at this present time. At this present time. Uh, how do you actually balance it in general? I would think that time management is very important. Mm. So, because technically both are like my full time job. So, it's a more about a 50 50 kind of uh, uh, balance to get things going. Yeah, but also because I have a understanding boss lah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So and also being my own boss, I also need to be learning how to uh, run my company well. Mm. Because I'm not only the only man in the, my own company, but also two other guys, and also that put some stress uh, some kind of stress in 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 my in my journey to grow the company. But yeah. wow, actually not easy uh. like you only have twenty four hours a day. Then now you have to like balance into like you, you created nothing visual yeah. in between while you're doing full time. Uh is there like a like a gauge like uh how how can our viewers or listeners that are like, trying to do both or some trying to jump into the next phase, uh is there like a way that you know whether you are ready to balance both or also like want to quit and jump into this full-time thing is there like a way that you can gauge yourself i think most importantly the first thing is you really need to have the willpower i would guess the willpower to want to be in this industry and of course the passion to fuel you to carry on because to transit into full time you will face a lot of uncertainties. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is that is that is one of the things that uh for people who want to, you know, jump straight in or 
giving themselves a timeline of like six months or one year to want to go and try out transiting from freelance to full time. So you, there's a lot of things that you need to consider actually. But mm. for me, when I'm not right now juggling 50-50, I also sometimes feel like, you know, I, I, I have a lot of things that I have to do, but I do not have the time to do. Like, because of, uh, like especially networking. Um, networking, yeah. Yeah, I, I actually agree. The, the things that you say from just now all the way to like the last line, I, I agree. And... I personally how I how I judge like uh, whether I'm ready or not because I've been this for half a year and before that it took me an entire year before I actually decided to to hop on was uh, first you really my gauge lah is while you're doing full-time job if you can manage to mini network do the editing do the shooting using your own leave uh, have to like you know like clear all your leave just to really to do this work, this sideline work, right? If you can manage to do this and you don't feel tired, I'm, I'm not physically tired, like mentally, if you're not yeah. tired and you can yeah. still come back from a full-time job and still do your editing, I think that is one of the <coughs> baseline yeah. that I can tell <coughs> myself that, okay, if I can do without complaining, like I, I don't feel like it's a hassle, then uh, actually it's okay. Uh, yeah. like, I think this is a, like a baseline. Law. Then, uh, talking about like what it really takes, right? Like, <clears throat> uh, one of the one of the hardest things I feel la, I don't know whether you feel the same way. Maybe you can jump in later. Like, is the family time. Once you take on both roles, right? I felt like I don't see my family members. Like, I would say maybe <laughs> sometimes one week don't even see them once. Especially for my parents. Mm. I mean, for my wife still okay. I have to get to see her, but. My parents that are staying not uh, with me, I don't get to see them. That's why during that period where I was about to quit, I felt really bad that I... This is one of the pushing factors for me. Like the time to spend with them is much more important than the money that I got from a full-time job. Though doing both, one of the perks is... Uh, the money very good lah. Yeah. You got full time, then you still got this. Yeah. Then provided for 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 Ryan's case, he he very lucky because his boss don't mind this extra thing that's running as long yeah. as your job performance is okay. Yeah. But some of the companies, uh, may have policies like uh, moonlighting. Mm. This is one thing that uh you have to check with your HR. Uh, would they mind to have a sideline job, uh, outside of your current policy mm. because. You might sign a contract that involves that clause. So yeah. one of the things is uh, that in particular you have to really check because if you get caught, then uh, it's not worth it lah. So these are the few factors lah. So, uh, how do you know whether you are creatively ready? Like, because <clears throat> uh, people start freelance, they get gasa gasa a bit lah, try. But how do they know that? they are ready to take on the job, like take on any freelance job or take on like while you're juggling your full-time job. How do you know whether they are ready to take jobs, like real paying jobs? I would think that any paid job is a responsibility. So a client who has already paid you, it means that they really trusted you with their big day, with their big event. 
So you, you yourself as being the paid vendor, you must be ready even if you are not ready. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand what you mean. Yeah, yeah it's true. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <clears throat> it's like, uh, when I, I, I think it's right to say that uh, while, while you can practice on your own, yes. but when the job or the money comes in, the actual day itself is not for you to test. Yes, definitely not for testing. Yeah, by then you are supposed to be very versatile on your camera. Right. <clears throat> you are supposed to really know how your camera works, how low your camera low light can go, how bright can it go, all the settings. Mm. So you can switch between slow-mo and normal, 4K, mm. non-4K, right. how to check your audio level. Everything must be more or less there. It yes. cannot be guessing. Because the moment you are guessing means you are not prepared for the gear. So the time to perform is actually on the actual day, not for you to... I think I can... When you have that kind of like guess... But I personally feel like, as a mm. freelancer last time, you can have about 10% of guesstimates. Uh, mm. Things that you can try at home, but then... Uh, okay, one thing, uh, I, I, I'm not sure. I think I faced this before. Uh, like mixers. How to link to mixers. Because... My house don't have a mixer True. So there's no way I can plug XLR to, yep. uh, to a wedding venue And like try right yep. So the only thing That I'm not sure Is The sound But How I rectify is I have recorded uh, So I link it Try it on myself See how far If it's a wireless I need to know like oh, How far can I go And kind of measure yep. So yep. I feel that There is You can have a bit of leeway In terms of like Things that you cannot control Or things that you don't have mm. If you don't have Then you must rent So that's where CRC comes in yep. This is uh, advertising <laughs> But no lah Really really uh, You can rent and try out Then if it, if it works Then when you go to, You can confidently tell a client Okay I can do this Because you do before It's very mm. confident But uh, Do you have any tips To like Kind of give uh, To Make the freelancer feel more confident when they are facing client for the very first time or the first couple of times? Um, I would think that from experience, mm. uh, when you meet up with a couple, um, you really need to be confident. So how to be confident of yourself is beforehand you need to do your own research. And by doing research means that you can go and find out from the couple what do they really need um, they especially on their wedding day like what are they looking for and what are they looking to get out from your packages or from what you are going to offer and then when you do that they know that you are prepared so that they know that this person is trustable because he do, does his homework and he really knows what he what is what is he doing? Yeah. Is there like a actual day thing that they can do to kind of like boost their confidence? You mean on the actual day itself? Yeah. I would think that on the actual day itself, um, by then, um, being a freelancer, you really somewhat uh, have to be more than fifty percent ready to shoot. Uh, I think most of them who started out, they are very scared about the settings. Like, you know, mm -hmm. especially when we go from indoor to outdoor, the settings change drastically. Yeah. It's like, 
wow, my ISO need to change, my Apple change, my shutter speed need to change. Then suddenly you forgot to change, then wow, overexposed, you know, that kind of thing. Um, I think this one all comes from experience. I think mm. to be a good photographer, you really need to learn from experience and you must not be afraid to fail. Oh, wow. Yes, you must not be afraid to fail. But if you feel like, oh, it, yeah. is there a way to kind of like rectify if if you have mistakes? But what kind of mistake is okay? Okay, so the first, normal? I mean, on actual day, mm. there's actually no much room for you to fail. So what I would suggest, right, mm-hmm. is if you know that you suddenly know that you forgot to change settings and you know that it's overexposed, please immediately go and review your footage so ah. you can redo. Act like act like nothing happened just say that oh let's take another shot <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah it is true la. Uh, on the actual day it is yeah. true that uh, you really must put on a game face la. Yeah. you cannot go in with a blur face that you you need to at least let the couple have a sense of security yes your movement your posture how you talk to them, mm. how you talk to their parents when you want to change some shot or something even if you screw up maybe you can just say like oh uh, maybe you can do that again you know, mm. like just to kind of like faster rectify it everything is like on the dot on the dot yeah. response you don't have time to kind of like you, you can review like a fast review then straight you must yeah. go in you cannot like uh, where's the button then you try yeah. to find you have no time for all this so uh, fake it to you make it lah at, at least yeah. for the first few job whether mm. we, uh, be it wedding or corporate Give them a sense that oh, okay, he knows he knows like you know where the flow is. At least know like the timetable, la. like yeah, you know like the wedding yeah, timetable. So. Don't go around and ask like uh what time is this? Uh? what time <laughs> is that? By right you are supposed to already have like a whole PDF version. Mm. I I believe the couple will give you by then. You should be able to kind of like okay, actually one tip I do, I don't know whether you do. I always the the PDF came out, right? Yeah. I will screenshot. I'll screenshot it <coughs> Then I'll put on my uh, Phone screen Phone Yeah So when I press the lock button You see the time right You still yeah. can see the The timeline Oh So you know like For the morning part You can just squeeze all into that right. screen Then you can see what time is what time is what Other people ask you just press And you can see it Right That's, so, yeah, that's very thing. good Yeah Fast and efficient <laughs> No time But of course you have to keep yeah. changing Every time yeah. you Finish your shoot la, yeah. Change back to your wallpaper But it saves you time la. So when people ask you You can just like Oh okay mm. this is something That I do Oh this is uh, Where is there You can just point everywhere Once you have the information It's much easier for you Cause last time I always open The photo Yeah Then photo you can find Then you know like By the time it's like Finished already yeah. So That was one thing la. I don't know whether You have some like This kind of like Fast tips and tricks That you become very handy Then it becomes very useful For everyone I will still screenshot But I don't put it On my lock screen mm. But I favorite that photo. Mm. So when I go in, you is the first one. Mm, yeah, that's true. Is, is there like uh like photography right? Is there like a good uh trip uh, like a good trick under your rope that you know that is very handy that you last time don't know then suddenly you do that like oh yeah why uh, why I never think of that last time when you're doing other previous weddings. As in the operational ones like you know the the, the oh, day itself yeah wise. the day itself. Only in general la, in general la. Whether be it pre before the wedding day, uh-huh. after the wedding day or during the wedding day. Is there any like change in your way that you shoot that makes the day smoother? Change in the way that I shoot. 
actually it doesn't really change much because that was my style of shooting so to me once i get my shot i will move on Pro, pro, pro. That's so, I mean, as same thing. So, I mean, all these are from uh, years of shooting, mm. Years of shooting, you learn to nail the shot. Uh, become faster, lah. Become faster. Uh. Yeah, and then you 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 do not waste time, lah. I mean, especially for things like you know, veiling the bride. You know, don't don't redo so many times, lah, because you will get the the feeling is not there anymore. Yes, yeah, you, you, you don't are get the, the natural yeah. thing anymore. You you yeah. are the you're the second person that says that. Yeah. Uh the guest before you have mentioned like he's a, the way he shoot is uh he prefers it to be one shot and done. And it's not the bride and groom's responsibility that you can't get the shot. Yeah, that's true. Because they don't know. Yeah. So uh he 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 hates to do second time. So the we try to nail the first time because the the first time is the most natural, the most authentic. And uh if you try to do the second time the feeling yeah. fleet already. Yeah. So it's kind of like uh It will become like a reenactment instead of a moment. Yeah. Yeah. Is, is it a big difference? When you take a second time, do you really see like the face? Yeah, there gone? is a is I mean the smile, the Interaction is no longer natural anymore. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So because they know what they have to do, they really know what they have to do. It's like okay, yeah, no now I'm built right. So what? Go in and help your daughter. You know, they know they really know what to do. So it's like no longer natural. Oh. Yeah. So so for people that are not really like, they they don't have the confidence to. Okay, for actually for my experience ah is, um, do you need to? Do you like when they are doing veiling, right? Do you give them pr- quiet time? Do you ask them certain questions so that you can get the emotions? You know, like is there any way that you can like make sure that you got the shot? Because some some parents might not get what you want. They don't show you the reaction that you want. Yeah, somehow you do guide them. I think that would depends on how the parents react to that veiling moment. Yeah, some parents are actually very expressive. Mm. Like before the whole ceremony, I mean before the whole building is done, I will usually prompt them with uh things that they need to do. Like you know, you hold the bill this way, that way. Then after that, right when I just count down, you just do your building, and then yeah. But everything is do is prompt to them before the actual thing. Yeah. Mm. But if really they cannot get <coughs> my shots I want, the shots I want, uh, instead of stopping putting my camera down, I will still shoot. But as I shoot, I prompt. Oh, how ah? Uh? For example, uh, I also want to learn. <laughs> so basically, because you can look through your viewfinder, you can look through your back of your LCD. You uh. basically know what they are doing. Okay. So. From there, you can see whether they have already interacted with your questions or your prompts beforehand. Oh, so yeah. set your frame ready, lah. So you set your frame. You just wait ready. for the moment. Wait eh. for the moment. Say something that yeah. trigger. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay, smart. Yeah. I didn't know. Yeah. And of course, when there is when you see a very tangible moment, tangible moment meaning the parents actually starting to break down. 
stop your prompts. Okay. Let the moment grow Please, by itself. Uh, wow, good tip leh. Yeah. I learned leh. <laughs> suddenly I feel like, oh, uh, hey honey, I remember uh, this tip. This tip. I'm sharing this to my second shooter. <laughs> Very important tip Because yeah. Yeah, I always have this problem um, I always feel that the quiet moment is very, very important yeah. Way before the ceremony all this, I think that part is like the most critical mm. They don't have any more time to bond Because right. the, the current time at that moment is the, like the most chill yeah. After that we'll be like busy with the ceremony yeah. you know, Everything is all coming at straight time yeah. So the parent and the kid don't have this moment anymore mm. So I always feel like if I don't do enough Then I will regret When I'm editing Because mm. I always feel like I always go back To the editing yeah. When I go back to the editing I always go back to that moment mm. And usually that moment Is either hit or break Because mm. some really Don't have mm. So uh, That part uh, Try to nail On the first one uh, this, this is the, Like really the golden tip yeah. uh, Frame your shots and uh, prom or you should uh, This one very important well, I personally learned a lot For this one <laughs> Okay so uh, Is there any uh, Steps to take uh, Going into the industry Like uh, Maybe you can talk about Camera gear But I don't want to be a gear here mm. I'm just saying like uh, Steps that you take on, Like uh, mentally Physically Gear Related Yeah Is there any like A proper step That you go into this For people that want to Jump into it this industry Okay So basically If you Want to jump Into this industry uh, Especially for wedding You, sh- you, you should need to know uh, How How in a day A wedding photographer Life is Oh Yeah So basically What a lot of people See right Is uh, What we do On the actual day itself But they have never seen What we have done at the back When we Pack up our bags And say bye bye You know congratulations And then back home We were like Wow Backlogs Hell start yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes yeah. So what I'm, why am I saying this you, you really need to You really need to Be mentally prepared that uh, Your job doesn't end After a 10 hour shoot Especially if you are a freelancer and you are holding a job like myself uh, You really need to know how to do time management Because you cannot affect both sides of your job Yeah, oh it's so true eh. It really yeah. hits in my heart to say that Because yeah, I have been juggling that for quite a while And I really feel very frustrated Because there's no way, at least until that point of time right because uh, there's a gauge I told myself mm. Once I use up all my leave right For all the jobs All the corporate jobs All the wedding jobs right, It's time for me to quit Like once my leave run out I haven't even reached half End of the year I will quit my job And I really quit my job Because <laughs> really cannot yeah. Like the missed opportunities Is too high mm. Then you also don't want to uh, Unwillingly like Gang MC or this mm. I feel that it's very stupid la, But yeah. <clears throat> It's like um, Time management Uh it's a discipline that you need to already like endure it. La. Then like um to kind of be like mentally prepared, like you need to know uh you need to know the process very well. La. That means from the start. That means you do the sales, mm. the prep, the shoot, then the edit, then the handover. A lot of people always miss out the last part, the handover. I feel that photography, wedding photography to be specific, they are very well versed in uh giving the last part because you all have like 
prints, you all have like yeah. albums, all yep. this, right? Yep. Video don't really have lah. So uh, <laughs> that's a bit sad. But um, we are trying to, for 2020, at least for my company, I'm trying to do uh, experience. Because since we can't do something tangible, we have to do something uh, based on uh, experience. So we will we'll, we'll try to invite our couples for uh, viewing, like the first ever exclusive viewing of their food they edit. Uh, maybe at our place, you know, like you know, we just share some like popcorns and let them enjoy that moment, that private viewing. Mm. That I think this is one of the things that we can do as a video thing. But I think photo they really have their process of like how they meet their clients and handover mm. with specialized time drive, all that fancy <laughs> fancy thing, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I think uh, you need to know the process very well, lor. So the editing, how you can speed up editing, something that people always uh, dread, yeah. Because that's where all the creative start, juice start to flow. Uh, all the post processing, all the <coughs> rectifying your mistakes, yeah. all start to come in. Uh, the the sales part, at least for creative, I feel that the sales part is the hardest. Mm-hmm. The marketing also like is very hard. But luckily, we do photos and videos, so. You can just post the yeah. content out lah, much easier. But the sales part where you want to try to close leads, is there any tips that you, how you uh, close leads? Like people ask you that process. Okay, how you want to close your leads is also you must really be very, um, I would say very personal. Mm. Why in terms of personal meaning, um, to meet up with a couple. Hmm. And find out from them, be interested in them instead of being your company more interested in closing the deal. So always put them first. Yeah, and pricing for me, how I close is I will always put pricing at the very end of my conversation. Oh, yeah. I don't talk about price first. I talk about personal. I want to build a relationship with them first. It's true lah Because yeah. you still put your price On yeah. your website right Correct So if they really want They can still I mean still uh, price is not on my website It's only on some uh, Not really my, my, my pricing is not on oh, my website Oh you don't website. put on your website Yeah oh. They will still need to Go ask to you lah To email ah. Yeah through email Okay, yeah. okay. But I think um, Having this personal touch right Is always what I want to have So that um, Couples will meet they are photographer even before they sign. Okay. Yeah. So you, you funnel them to an experience rather yeah. than funnel them to a website, basically. Correct. Oh, right. It's true. I think I should do that. <laughs> <laughs> tip, tip, tip. I learn another But tip of course, uh, in the recent years, uh, my works actually has been quite well documented already mm. so I still do get couples that straight away just sign me up without meeting me wow I mean I mean I'm not boasting but because this, I've been really shooting uh, yeah. for many years mm. so uh, as and when word of mouth goes on and especially for my ex-couple they they are my best supporters la. they are my best fans they are, they are moving Zhaopai yeah. <laughs> they help you promote yeah. when when a referral come through to my mobile phone through my website inquiries half the battle is won the next half is how you're going to win it 
Yeah, it's quite true lah. That's why I say I I told I tell everybody that wants to go into the wedding field, right? Or people that is in the wedding field, I always tell them, wedding feels like it's a referral game. Mm. It's much, it's more straightforward to be, for people to refer you. People that trust that refer you, rather than you go out and promote yourself mm. and get people to sign up. Yeah. I think, yeah, it's a very hard reality. Yeah, like. You, the the only time where you get flow of uh, couples coming in is only when your couples they are satisfied of the job that refer you to their bridesmaid or their their future uh, people that ask them, then they will direct to you. So you are creating more funnels by shooting more, yeah. <coughs> but shooting more also means that your job must be good lah. Yeah. So that, but this kind of thing your inverse lah. If you do badly, then people will remember you as the person that shot badly. Mm. So. Yeah, I think this is one of the. These are all the steps in uh, equipment wise. Eh, if you have any like gauge. Equipment wise, <coughs> I would think that a typical wedding photographer must have should be at least a fifty or thirty five, hmm. and a mid tally like a eighty five mm, so that you can get close ups. Hmm. And talking about gear. Make sure you have backups. Backup means like a second body, yeah. A second body, uh, especially if you just shoot with one body and you know touch shoot, you know, <laughs> camera decide to give up on you, you are gone case. So never play with luck, nah. Never play with luck, yeah, because you don't know when your luck will run out. Yeah. yeah. Uh, besides second body. Please get extra memory cards. Yeah. Because memory cards very prone to get damaged. Yeah. And usually they are exposed on the the golden chunk. Yes. Where if correct. if you keep, because you keep taking in out, taking in out, yeah. through uh your computer and your through your camera, yeah. that chip might chip off. Yeah. And it might corrupt, and yeah. you will spend thousands of dollars just to retrieve back the files. I have uh I have one of my friend that got that before. Mm. It's not about the money anymore. Sometimes. If you got a lot of money, also you can't even get back the files. So, uh, always have backup, backup hard disk, backup memory card, backup body. Yes. If you can, uh, have a spare lens. Yeah. In case draw, right. because uh, at least for photography, it's okay. Thirty, thirty-five, <laughs> you're you're good. Uh, usually I have my uh, sixteen, my thirty, uh, fifty-six. Then I have one eighteen to one o five to cover the range in case my my prime lens fails. Then I still have like a zoom lens to kind of back me up. Not the best, not the best lens lah. But at yeah. least, at least you have a lens. You don't have to go out and ask like, oh, uh, can I borrow this? Can I borrow that? Then yeah. you won't freak out on the actual day lah. So that's that's quite good lah. But, uh, for you shooting, uh, what 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 systems do you shoot? Then? I'm shooting on Sony. Sony, Sony, <laughs> you got it. Yeah. Uh, Clara shot shot in uh Canon, Canon right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a battle of two systems, yeah. So but, uh, photographers. Maybe just coming before we go on further, right? Just mm. whatever Yan Chong has mentioned, uh, mm. memory cards, lenses, uh, camera bodies, mm. all this sums up into one word that is called investment. <sighs> yeah, really, investment is very important in our line. I Everything think, yeah. is an investment. <laughs> I think I need to buy a A seven three investment, yeah. Investment very important. Okay. Nah, but just need to just make sure that you have uh, extras, lah. Yeah. Uh, it, mm. it never hurts to have extra, even if you don't buy rent, lah. 
against CRC. Yes. Yeah. Rent. <laughs> yeah, CRC. No, because rental. I think rental is another topic. When to rent yeah. and when to buy. Uh, but it's really good if you just start out. You can just have one body, but before the actual day, spend a little bit more on rental. You can put it in your like your pricing. Yeah. Like incur the cost. Yep. You won't earn as much. It's true, but mm. you won't get the shit out of your couple. Once if you If one of your body Feels on you yep, You still get the answer To your couples la. Yep. And Having extras la. Just mm. make sure That you have extras Actually renting equipment Is How I started On my freelance Journey Because When you start freelancing You technically Don't have that sh- Much of a capital yet mm. But You are collecting uh, Your package price already so like what Yen Tong say, you know, put it into your package price. Mm. You may earn a little bit lesser, but invest in renting. I mean, you really need that to, you know, create your work. Yeah. Yeah. So never think about the big amount first, especially for freelancers out there, which is right now I'm talking to you because I'm talking from experience that, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, you don't think about the big money first. Uh, if you do not have enough money to buy equipment, just go and rent, you know, and then you create the work, put your work out there. When it's good, business will come in. Yeah, wow. Very well said, very well said. Okay, so uh, what's, the, uh, what's the most passionate part of the project that you love in weddings? Passionate part of... Yeah, which part of the process that you are the most passionate it's not the shooting <laughs> For sure No one loves the shooting Yeah uh, But of course shooting You need to shoot from your heart mm. Yeah uh, You need to be passionate About weddings Then you can Shoot a wedding well But mm. of course The whole experience of A wedding What I'm most passionate about Is when I hand over My final product uh, Did they see life lah? They, on the spot they see whatever you yeah they will see out, right? it live wow yeah. why I say I'm passionate about that period of time is because you will see the true reaction of your couple yes. because they don't know what you have shot really they have zero idea you may post photos teaser yeah. on uh, Instagram Facebook but those definitely are your best shots right? yeah, you yeah. won't post Normal. The normal shots, right? Yeah. <laughs> but normal shots like you know group table shots, nobody will post. Yeah. But some of them they really cherish those kind of table shots because to them that particular someone might be very important to them. Hmm. Agree. Yeah. Wow. Actually, it's quite true. That's why I wanted to in doing anti for my couples. This is what I want to do to create this experience because videographers don't have no chance to get to see. The couples mm. uh, After the thing finish So the only chance Is to kind of like pre- Purposely create This opportunity mm. uh, Create this environment That are safe It's quiet For them to really Enjoy the film Because yeah. when you Send to them right They might watch In a, in a hurry mm. Or through a phone Where mm. the system Is not good <clears throat> They might like They might not enjoy it The correct way So uh, They might miss out On certain sound bites Or certain things That make the film Very special Uh, For couples out there I think this is what I really want Is to bring the experience And the real way Of like 
uh, let you watch the sh- watch the whole film yeah. with certain things because um, I'm very particular in audio, the bites, the vowels, uh, things that can describe the day itself, and uh, this is one way that we can share the experience with you guys uh, in a platform. Even if it's waste, like even though we have to spend two hours of our time hosting or like you know prepare the popcorns and mm. everything but it's worth it yep. when we see the expression of the the bride and groom yeah. seeing the actual day yeah. things that may, they, they don't even know that happened because right. they were so involved in the experience they might leak out some of the things like maybe uh, last week we managed to show our couple we managed to shoot the dad try to peep in and mm. see his daughter and that part the bride don't even know because yeah. he was standing at yeah, behind yeah. so uh, these are the moments where it's like eh actually there are such moments but they don't know right. so it's like we managed to see and we, we, we took it and you no, know, the brides are really happy that oh these are the things that they missed out so it's like forever in this film that is part of their life la. it's yeah. the memory that we capture of course it looks good uh, the storyline is good yeah. everything is good la. okay so uh, what's the biggest mistake that you have made because since you you tell us to Fake it to make it right. Surely you have some business mistake that you have done, and how do you rectify it? Biggest mistake that I have. Hmm. Uh, okay, those are the biggest mistake was some time early in my shooting days. Hmm. Uh, I shot in JPEG. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I shot in JPEG. Yeah. Uh, not thinking that. You know, raw is any better. It was oh. a very terrible mistake. Yeah. Okay la. I but I'm I took a <laughs> bit of photos. I can I really can see the difference between raw and JPEG. Yeah. The file size is really like oh very yeah, big. Yeah. But you can to me la, I don't know because I don't take a lot of photos but I need know a bit. Like I just know that you can edit a little bit more, right? Like you can go more in depth. You can break a part, photo more for apart, raw? Yeah, for raw. For raw the Editing leverage uh, is so much much higher than really, it does a JPEG. So mm. taking for example a uh, blown highlights, white, white on white, especially wedding gowns are white mm. and they're on white. If you shot that in JPEG, right, hundred percent gone already. That photo is technically it's like the ground blended into the background. Oh, yeah. worse. But if you shot in raw, it's your savior lah. You can still so check you, you still can you still can. Retrieve back the highlights uh. Yeah Always yeah. shoot in JPEG guys Always no. Raw Raw, raw, raw. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. okay. raw. Always shoot Shoot in raw wow. yeah. But there's settings That you can shoot Raw plus JPEG right? Yes of course There's settings That you can shoot in Do you JPEG shoot in that? Raw. Uh, no I shoot Purely raw in la. raw now I see yeah. So no point shooting in JPEG la. This yeah. is not Something not important Not of like Of course not it's saying It's leisure yeah, It's leisure yeah, You can right. shoot in JPEG Shoot for fun yeah. But if it's something that is for client, it's paid job, especially paid job. I mean, if you have the power to do raw, then why bother doing JPEG? Like, we yeah. are giving your customers the value. Yeah, you should yeah. give them the best. Except video. Video, you can choose 4K, not 4K. Because 4K <laughs> is really ridiculous. And don't have slow-mo. Unless mm-hmm. you have Panasonic. But Singapore, very little Panasonic shooters. Only one I know is uh, Merry Moments. Mm-hmm. Leon shoot in... Uh, GH5 Yeah GH5 mm. 4K 60 frames So yeah. 
slow-mo is definitely guaranteed with yeah. super high graphics but the editing must be a nightmare la. at least what 500 gig for one one wedding day yes is double, and la. you know editing need computer right 4k also yeah yeah, yeah so need better computer process <laughs> part of the process if yeah. you want to shoot 4k prepare to have 4k stuff yeah Hard disk, everything must change. If not, your computer, my current one can't even handle. I don't think it handle. Okay, so uh, what what's your best tip that you can offer for creative individuals out there that wants to jump in into uh, this industry? If you can give them one tip, keep exploring yourself. Yeah. Like go and figure what style lah. Um, Is it right? If you have a certain shooting style, mm. of course that can't change overnight. But never be resistant to change. Because if you are resistant to change, you will feel that you are being stagnant. Mm. And being stagnant means that your works are not growing. So sometimes you really need to take time to you know break out of that comfort zone. I mean, for me, I'm shooting for 10 years really. My style has been always be who I am. That speaks of me, uh, speaks of Ryan. But I will invoke some, um, how would I say? Um, you can say the latest trends mm. of, of a wedding. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, I remember your style, the way you shoot, yeah. but every now and then add some kind of flavor, Correct. things that you never tried before. Correct. Always be a little bit uncomfortable. Yeah. Be true experimental. La. Yeah, yeah be true. Experimental. I mean, once you get your safe shot, always give some time for creative shot. When yeah. you say creative shot, doesn't mean that uh, you do, it's not just trend. La. I mean, you can do trend. Uh, do something that you always want to do. Yeah. Like things that you see on other videos, other photos, you want to try, yeah. and that's when the moment that you can try. Yeah. Um, I feel that when you go to a shoot, I'm not sure whether you still have that feeling or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, whenever I go to a shoot, whatever shoot, even those that I'm very confident in, I still feel a little bit of nervousness. I don't know whether you have this feeling. Of course I have. Butterflies in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, the moment that you don't feel butterflies or like a wee bit of nervousness, right? Means maybe your passion may be dying. That's just my feeling. Mm, I'm not sure. For me, I would say that if you don't feel any nervousness in doing a wedding shoot, I was then deem that you are a template photographer. Oh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm speaking from my heart and honesty because to me, Every wedding is different. You don't shoot the same wedding couple, don't you? You don't shoot the same wedding couple week in, week out. Mm. So why would a wedding be a template? Mm. Yeah. So true. Yeah, I, I always always tell people that uh, even though I'm really like really mentally ready, yeah. but every time on certain parts of the wedding day, uh, I will still feel a bit queasy. Yeah. Like the tummy, like stirring kind of feeling, but still can hold it's, it's not like a mental thing it's more like the whole process of uh, knowing you're going through this uh, important time with your couple yep. because it's really important to them means it's actually very important to you guys Correct. who are doing the work 
so they are putting a lot on you because it's like their most important day of their lives all their relatives all the memories will be all pinned on you to get it so not saying that the this job is easy lah. It's definitely going to be very very hard. Yeah. Like there will be some, you really need to have that kind of feeling of like challenge lah. Mm. If it's not challenging, then something is wrong. Yeah, always challenge yourself. That's yeah. very true. Challenge yourself to be better than the last wedding that you have shot. Ooh, yeah. very hard lah, This part for yeah. for me, how I challenge myself is, I know that I got. A few money shots from my previous wedding. So let's say I have three. The next one I want to have four. Next uh, I want to have five. Increase by one. Yeah. Then by the end of your whole journey, I think your whole portfolio is all your money shots. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Always trying to add some sort of like target. Yeah. You know, well, when you are doing a wedding film or wedding photography, at least for film, it's more like. Setting something like well, maybe uh, it's been a while since you have done, uh, maybe the first first look or mm. like uh, a certain part of the process of the wedding that you really want to explore. You can suggest to the bride or the groom; they might be into the idea, and who knows, you might get it into the film. Yep. And if the effect is good, good lah, you can put in portfolio. You know, like you yeah. grow, and when you put all these things. Out there, then when the product is different, then you can differentiate yourself, ma. Yeah, if being true. too safe, then you it's very hard for couples to look at you differently yeah. from other photographers. They be like, oh, okay, other people also take the same shot, you take the same shot. Mm-hmm. So yeah, growing, involving. I know it's not easy to create a certain look, lah. Yeah. But try to add some elements inside because whatever you add, the way you shoot and how people shoot, even the settings will be different. Yes. So the effect, how it turns out, will be also different. The editing will also affect the photos. Yeah. Will in turn will become different. So you will also grow from that. Mm. So it doesn't mean that uh, this anger, uh, people take already you cannot take. You can take ah, uh, but I mean you can take from different ways, yeah. different style. From your point of view. Yeah. yeah, I think it's very important to challenge yourself, grow. Okay, so we have cleared all my questions already. But okay. then we still got one part that <laughs> I added in in this podcast. Okay. Uh, this new segment is uh, I pick up one or two questions from mm-hmm. uh, viewers that have asked, and uh, uh, maybe uh, I usually ask it for my guests to answer lah, okay. because uh, there are some burning questions that they sure. want to know. So what kind of marketing do you? Uh, this asked from uh, sorry, uh, this asked from uh, Arnold from uh, at Arnold Go. He asked, uh, what kind of marketing do you use for your business? Social media. Mm. Uh, 100% on Instagram mm. Yeah But I don't boost my posts uh, All my All my marketings are Really generic So what I do is I create uh, stories As much as I can So uh. that's kind of like a flow To lead people to my profile And Usually my Instagram uh, Visits uh, or my posts are all um, showcasing intimate moments like you know smiling, crying, basically the emotions la. And mm. then from there they can go to my website. So, so you redirect them yeah, to the So website. I redirect them. How I know is because I have SEO tracking. Ah yeah. okay. So basically it's quite cheap la. So basically marketing yeah. wise is actually very cheap because he actually mm. quite curious like how much do you spend on marketing? 
Zero. Zero, right? Yeah, actually, Zero. nowadays, it's really like that. It's yeah. really organic. Yeah. Organic tracking. Unless you really want to show something out, you can literally, if you use the right hashtag, and yeah. you take the right photos. If your yeah. work is really very good already. Yeah. So, uh, organic marketing is actually very cheap. Or in mm. fact, you don't even to use money. You just need a lot of time. Yeah. Plan, getting the right hashtag, kind of getting to the right crowd. Right. La. So, curate. La. Basically, I curate what I want to post. And that will lead to organic uh, reach. Mm. Yeah. Because what you want is organic. It's not someone who are not interested in wedding photography or someone is looking for other photography and then somehow because uh, the IG boosts your post, I mean you boost the post and then the the reach is to the wrong audience, then that's like, you know, wasted investment. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I guess start organic first. Uh, there's one, another way that you can do like, you can publicize lah. Like you really need to rule the right target audience, the mm. setting, everything. But that's another topic. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> basically, just try organic marketing. <coughs> try using out and see how people react to it. I think reacting to what people are yeah. reacting to your post is very right. important. So kind of gauge like yeah. how much like you get, all these yeah. things. All are numbers for you to kind of refer. Yeah. And also one more thing. So mm. I know everyone uses Facebook. Right? Everyone uses mm. Facebook. So what you post on your business page post it onto your personal page. Oh, yes. Because those are your personal friends. Let yeah. them know what you are doing. Yeah. yeah. It's just to correlate for Correct. people to know that, oh, okay, Ryan do photography, yeah. Ryan not think visual, anything photography, look for Ryan. Yeah. I think it's just more of like a mental game, like, brainwash people to kind of like, know <laughs> that you do video, do photo. I think yeah. people forget. Yeah. So yeah. many things online, it's very for easy for people to forget. Yeah. So kind of keep posting, kind of remind them, then mm. they kind of know. Okay, so the next question is from Patrick Lim at the Pauli Chaco. Uh, he actually asked, how do you post your couples direct or emotions related? Like, how you get that vibe? Look at Pinterest. Oh. Uh, gather ideas from Pinterest. Uh, mm. that, is, that is one of the first few places that I look for. Uh, and also knowing your couple, are they the fun going one or are they the one that is uh, more adventurous mm. or they need a lot of directing. Mm. Yeah. So make sure that your couple are comfortable first. Never, never pose them into a difficult pose first because that would, that would literally, you know, uh, I would say spoil the whole experience. Mm. Yeah, go into go into simple poses. Any yeah. simple poses that I can learn. <laughs> just one, uh, We just share one. Okay, so basically the most simple one, like you, what I usually do to warm my couple up is you know just uh, hold hands, you know close up your body, you know and. Basically, I, I want to make them feel comfortable. So first few shots is, oh, try look into my camera. Yeah, just basically look into my camera. So it's like there's eye interaction with, with me and them. Okay. Then I will understand like how far I can push my directing on, or poses onto them. Oh, so you can yeah. gauge lah. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Oh, they because, because very important is eye contact. Mm. First thing, you, you look at someone, you will know what, they will react react to. Mm. Yeah. 
so there, there is a few time like you know uh, that I felt that the couple is uh, a bit um, not too much into the cheesy kind of pose then of course you don't want to get into that yeah, mm, yeah. yeah a lot of people try, didn't interact with the couple enough and then get into the cheesy pose then the couple will feel very uncomfortable Oh yeah. yeah, that's the that's the sad part. That's the <laughs> awkward part. La. Yeah. Uh, for me, what I do is, I play music. Oh, play music is what. Yeah. Is very good. I yeah, yeah. blast music, blast some catchy music mm. for them to like, you know, like get in the mood. Yeah, yeah. Like sing song song so that they, they you know, like try to like lighten the mood, yeah. so that uh, I want to let them like forget that the camera is there. I think for yeah, yeah to let them like ignore it then. Talk to them, kind of describe something, describe like how you first met, yep. you know, that kind of thing, so that their mind won't be always linked <coughs> to that. Oh, the cameras look at me, the cameras look at me. It is like that, cool. but we have to, as our as a professional, we have to break the ice by yep. like doing something like this. To last night, I didn't know. Last night, I just shoot only. Then mm. I I noticed that the couple always awkwardly look at me. Yeah. Like some reindeer on the headlight, they just look at me. <laughs> then they're like they like just keep staring at me, which is like. Mm. Totally the last thing That you want them to do Because they want They want to be in the zone ma. So you really have to Break the eyes You know like Don't just come in With the camera And just say like, I want to take your face Yeah, yeah. Tell them Just show them That you're still human mm. Share a bit of your Life experience uh, Share a joke You know They are still human They know how to react To your thing They are not just your client Not your yeah. paying client But you also need to Like Need to humanise yourself la, Basically You need to brand yourself As a human Rather than just A photographer And shoot So how do people uh, Connect to you If they want to Keep in touch uh, Website Or IG or? Uh, Keeping in touch With me Is via IG Or via website um, Basically IG is the most Latest uh, You can see all our Latest posts On our Instagram hmm. Yeah And Portfolios wise is more on the website. Yeah, it's quite extensive. Uh, not only my works, my photographer's books are all on the website. So it's nothingvisuals.com? Yes, nothingvisuals.com. So IG also at nothingvisual? Yes, correct. Okay, so these two. Is there any other channels that people can check? Um, I do have some like binary vendors with gowns, makeup uh, artists. They do post my links there. like because we have some collaboration, some discount. So if you ever find yourself on their website, uh, you may see my names, my uh, company. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Mostly so, on the website. Yeah, yeah. These are the few channels that you can catch up Ryan's work and his whole team, yeah. Benjamin and Ricky. I yeah. know you are watching. Because <laughs> you guys will be up soon. <laughs> so uh, thank you so much today, Ryan, for your You're time. Welcome. Yeah. Uh, I hope the the meal just now the dinner was good. Yeah, it's okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> thanks good. for our, my lovely wife for cooking. Uh, yeah. So uh, thank you for your time, and uh, we will be shooting one wedding and very soon. Yeah, a few very, more. Very very soon. And two more weeks. Two more weeks. One more week. Yeah, two more weeks. Yeah, two more yeah. weeks. So uh, we will catch up then. So uh, we will just see you guys on the next one. Bye.